it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. This episode is sponsored by Sterling Hair Solutions. Attention salon owners and hairstylists. The Sterling Dryer is the first and only dryer designed specifically for hair extensions. The Sterling Dryer cuts drying time in half by leaving your hair feeling soft and renewed. It's on wheels so you can quickly move it around your salon or suite. No more hand drying or hanging hair under the hooded dryer or even putting it in the microwave to process color. This dryer will dry your extensions evenly, it holds multiple bundles, and it has a color processing tray. It also sanitizes the extensions. You can learn more about the Sterling Dryer at sterlinghairsolutions.com. That's sterlinghairsolutions.com. More information will be in the show notes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's a new day, a new week, and a new episode of the Business Beauty Network podcast. Welcome, welcome. I hope you guys are having an awesome holiday season. We have an awesome episode in store for you today. And make sure that you are subscribed to the Business Beauty Network podcast wherever you're listening. Subscribing is totally free, so don't miss an episode. So hit that subscribe button. Also, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, don't forget to leave us a review. It helps other people to find us. So leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. And we're also on YouTube, so you can subscribe there and check out our live podcast interviews on YouTube at Biz Beauty Network. Make sure that you connect with me as well on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor. Let me know your favorite episodes. Share your episodes out with people that you think may benefit from the Business Beauty Network podcast. And if you would like to join the community by simply making a donation, allowing us to continue the podcast, a donation of any amount is greatly appreciated. You can do that right on businessbeautynetwork.com and you can email us at hello at businessbeautynetwork.com. Now that all of that is out of the way, I am super, super excited to share today's episode with you. I had an awesome chat with Lacey Harper. It was really laid back. I just felt like I was talking to a sister friend. Lacey is so cool. And she's very passionate about hair loss and all of those things. So we really learned more about her, her beauty business, and her expertise in the hair loss community. So I really enjoyed this interview. And I can't believe it, but Christmas is this weekend. It's coming up. So we're almost to Christmas and I am done shopping. I don't have any more shopping to do and I'm super excited about the holiday. And I love that it's been a milder far as the weather and where I'm located in Michigan. So we haven't had too much bad weather yet, but I'm pretty sure it's coming. I don't know if we're gonna have snow on on Christmas or not. They say it's like a 50, 50% chance. I love to see snow on Christmas. That's the only time I really would like to see it. Other than that, I hate driving in it. So yeah, um, but hey, you know, I, I do love the winter for the way it looks, but I just don't like to drive in it and I don't like to be cold. So winter isn't one of my favorite seasons, but I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. <laughs> 
But I am excited about the holiday season. So I hope you guys have a great Merry Christmas and a happy, you know, holiday season. Enjoy time with your family. That's what I'm going to be doing. In fact, I am going to drop a few more episodes this year and we are going to take a brief break. I plan on just revamping some things for the new year. So we will be coming back in the middle of January. I'm going to update the intro and the music and, you know, just update some things. I haven't updated any of these things since I started the podcast in 2019. So I think it's time for an update. So I want to change a few things and I'll be rolling all of that out in 2023. So I'm super, super excited about what's to come. So yeah, make sure that you're following me on Instagram though. I'm going to be doing a lot of live interviews and chats with different guests that I've had previously on the show. And I plan on doing a best episode of 2022, a recap of the top five. So I'll be doing that as well. So stay tuned. We will have some awesome content coming out and let me know if you have any content ideas or would like to make some suggestions or pitch any guests or anything like that on the podcast. We would love to hear from you you can email us and um, reach us out there i'll have all the information in the show notes but let's get into today's episode so i'm super super excited i'm going to give you a brief bio for lacy so here's lacy's bio lacy harper is the founder of tri experts hair center triage hair repair systems licensed educator and, bo- and board certified trichologist from the prestigious world trichology society in new york as a recognized contributor in the world of hair science her company Try Experts Hair Center has been transforming lives since 2013 with a holistic soul-centered approach to hair restoration and hair regrowth and non-surgical hair replacement. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview and here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandi Taylor, and we have an awesome guest today, Lacey Harper. Welcome, Lacey. Hi, how are you? I am awesome, Lacey. I'm super, super excited to talk to you today. But before we learn more about your business and all the awesome things that you're doing, tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Oh, wow. Um, So I'm going to go with what always pops up for me. I am like a spelling bee champion. Like I can spell some of the most random words in the world because I want to spell and be when I was in sixth grade. And it's like my claim to fame for forever. Like in sixth grade, I won the <laughs> the regional spelling bee by spelling Deuteronomy. And ever since then, it's been me and spelling. So I think of all these long words. If I read some, or if somebody gives me a word, I was like, hmm, I wonder how to spell it. So I'm going to go on this thing and I'm going to spell it like right down my head and still try to be a part of the conversation. So yeah, that's my thing, spelling. Okay. Now, now <laughs> this is the first time I can say that I've had a spelling bee champ on a podcast. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, Congratulations. <laughs> and I can tell you this, that when you said Deuteronomy, I mm-hmm. I can't spell it right off the top of my head. So if you spelled that in the fifth grade, I believe that you are a, a spelling champion for sure. <laughs> no, I, I went to church every day. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I you know, love we it. in the South. We in the South, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we was at church. Awesome. You can fail in the books of the Bible, if nothing else. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was 
take me a minute, but thank you for um, sharing that. That is so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, now how many rounds did you make it? Like, uh, did you make it really far? Oh, now that was, I, as far as regional go, that was the last word for the region. So, yeah, it was between me and one other guy. And so, yeah, he couldn't spell Deuteronomy. I, I don't think he was a Sunday school. <laughs> he wasn't in Sunday, Sunday school, school like I was. Mm-mm, he didn't go to Sunday school. <laughs> Awesome. I love oh, it. And, and you know, it was a little, it was a, uh, it was a private school organization. That's so pretty small. So yeah, that was it. They gave my little trophy and I went on home. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so have you, um, ha- have you utilized that skill currently? Do you find you, you are still able to spell? Cause I find like now that we have social media, you know, like not social media so much, but now that everything is in the palm of your hands online, mm-hmm. the internet and everything. It's like, it's made us dumber, right? Correct. Like, the kids don't even write cursive anymore. So like, At all. yeah. Do you find that, uh, that comes in handy for you? So it's so hard for me. Like, I feel like I'm my mother. You know how when we were growing up and technology was evolving and we were in the crux of this, you know, technology revolution. And so, you know, my mom was always fussing about, you still need to write things out. You still need to do this. You know, you still need to. So now I'm my mother to my 15 year old. I'm like, what do you mean you can't write in cursive? Yes, you can. You have to have a penmanship. And she was like, no, I really don't. (laughs) Right. But you do. So I do feel like it has dumbed us down so much. Like I have brain farts all the time. And I'm like, what is happening? I know I knew how to spell this or (laughs) I know I knew. But what gets me is have you found or have you seen or do you use the phone? Like they don't even try to spell. They just talk to the phone and tell it what to type out. Uh, Yes. It's a different world. And I mean, it's it's a whole different world. Yep, yeah, but we do have still to be a nerd. Get back to that. I still like to write things down. Um, and and uh, all the time, I, I still like to write things down, and it helps me to remember when I write it down. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But it's definitely a different world. But that is so fun. I appreciate you sharing your fun fact. So, look, <laughs> now let's get into you and learning more. You are a hairstylist and everything. And um, I know you've been in the game a while. So tell us your beauty story. Like, how did you get into the industry? Oh, um, it's such a story. And I, it's how I've realized how long it's been um, uh, with the new year. So January will make 15 years for me. 15 years ago, I went to state board and uh, got my license. And I remember it so well because my daughter, I had her and I, I finished school in September and my daughter in October, and in January, I was going to board. And it's like the rest was history. Um, I remember in my cosmetology school experience, you know, I just felt like it was it was some parts that were missing. So I know I had a passion to learn more, but I had no clue at the time what trichology was, um, you know, what that would do for me in my career and my real passion to want to help women experiencing hair loss so it took some years within the journey um I found out about trichology in hair school from one of my instructors I always love her for that because I was just expressing my um 
I wasn't satisfied with, you know, just being on the clinic floor, you know, doing clients hair. And I was like, yeah, it's just something else I'm looking for. And they're like, well, what is it that you're looking for? And I'm like, you know, but why does it do? Like, why, why did her hair come out? Like, why? Why is her hair so brittle? Like, tell me the inside of the hair strand on why it's doing that. And they would look at me like I had four eyes on my face. So I'm <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, am I talking another language? Like, why does nobody understand what I'm saying? And I had a teacher who overheard me one day because I was really ready to quit school, honestly, because it just was not doing what I thought it was going to do. And she told me, she said, hey, let me talk to you for a minute. And ironically, she wasn't even teaching cosmetology at the time. She was teaching nails. And she said, you're actually inquiring about trichology. And I said, well, yeah, I know that's a chapter in the book, but I'm talking, she said, no, 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 no. There's an extra discipline and certification that you can get after school. Now, this was back in 2007. So, you know, nobody was doing trichology. It wasn't a buzzword. It wasn't a popular thing. It wasn't any of that. So I was like, huh, I've never heard of that. And so she she told me where she was with her studies and, you know, I knew about it then. And from there, it was just like constantly learning new studies, learning new disciplines, learning through different avenues. And over the years, of course, it got more and more popular. And we have what we have today. You know, trichology is the bee's knees, but it's needed. It's absolutely needed. So that's how I got here. Um, I'm grateful. We have so many ways that we can help women now versus what they were offering 15 years ago. Um, there's, it can be made much more simpler than it was 14 years ago. And yeah, that's how I got here. So when you got into here, you knew that there was something more, like you wanted to do more than just style the hair. What do you think was the driving force behind that? Brandy, honestly, you're probably going to laugh. So you remember, or I don't know if you've ever like been sitting in church, right? And Sister Shirley or whoever is sitting in front of you and she got their fresh black rinse and the black rinse is still on her scalp, but you can see her scalp all too well and it's bone straight. But you trying to understand why you can see so much scalp. <laughs> so my goal was always to fix Sister Shirley's gap in her scalp. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So that's just a that's just something that most people can relate to. You know, it's something as simple as seeing our elders and seeing more seasoned ladies you know, in these age stages and they're starting to lose their hair, but nobody is addressing it. You know, they're still going to the salon. They never stop because, you know, maintenance is a thing, especially here in the South or everywhere. You know, women love to be beautiful. They love to be pretty. They visit the salon. It's like, like family, even here, it's family. But what are we doing behind the chair to either help those follicles or what are we doing that's actually hurting those follicles? And so it always felt like a personal responsibility of mine to learn more, do more, and teach more. Now, how did you transition from, you know, just being a stylist to being someone who is has a specialty in hair loss? Like, like take us through the process of, you know, how you transition. 
Okay. So with me, I don't think it was ever a full, um, it was, it was never a necessary transition because I never positioned myself as far as marketing to really market myself as a hairstylist. That was never my all in. That wasn't my buy in. Um, I also was an educator for 10 years. So I never really, um, had time to be in the salon full time, but the evenings and the weekends. So when I did leave the, um, school traditionally, probably 2017, when I did leave that arena, It allowed me to focus more on trichology full time. So it was at that time that I realized, okay, so we're not going to be able to do hairstyling and hair loss in the same space at the same time. So I'm going to have to separate the two. People who knew me um, in my area near and afar, they just knew that that was my thing. Like if you had a hair issue, you should definitely go see Lacey. So it wasn't really hard to transition because from the beginning, I knew that that was my footprint. So it's been it's been very um, with everybody experiencing so much hair loss and being aware that there are hair loss solutions available with your stylists or in salons or stylists who have decided to get this extra credential or certification. It has definitely been um, an humbling experience for people just to already know like, oh, well, yeah, that's what Lacey been talking about all these years. So, yeah, let's go see her so this is very humbling it's very affirming um and i'm grateful i'm really grateful that i didn't have to do such a major transition now you talked about the older church lady and we've all seen that i can Mm -hmm. definitely agree but the young girls are losing their hair nowadays absolutely um and it's so sad because, you know, we don't remember having those type of issues at these ages. Like, that just wasn't a thing. But, I mean, hair care practices are different. And if we don't understand anything else, the world we live in is totally different. Nothing about the world we live in today is the same that our world was 20 years ago. Our food is not the same. Our water isn't the same. Our environments are not the same. We don't have as much carbon. I mean, there's, I can go on and on and on. There are so many reasons. And that's before we've even decided to improperly install any extensions on our hair, or we've decided to having properly installed braids that are too tight or, you know, prolonged use of weave and wigs or just poor maintenance of the scalp and the hair from scalp issues, you know, and it all starts with what's in our environment, what's in our food, what's on our plate. It starts there. And then our bodies can only be as great as what we give it. Mm-hmm. And that's where it starts. And I think that's a big major issue in the Black community because, you know, it stems all the way back to our history and why we eat the Mm -hmm. bad foods. You know, um, we were only given the slops. (laughs) You know what I mean? Absolutely. If you go back to slavery, I'm just being real. And so that's what we're accustomed to. And now we have learned to make slops taste good. And and they're so so good. The creative people that we are. And we have, and even we have learned to incorporate our bad hair habits mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just over manipulation of what the, the type of style that we do is damaging the hair, you know, the edges and all those things of um, just doing to it. Like, cause I, I would say we're some of the most creative people, right? 
Absolutely. But to our detriment, it could be, you know, just finding different ways to glue it up there, to get it up there, to stick it up there. <laughs> <laughs> right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And, but, you know, it's, in the long run, it's damaging. But I, I would say, like, it's been, I would say the last, I would say maybe five to seven years, I've been hearing more and more people talk about mm-hmm. trichology and that, you know, teaching more that is, you know, it's what you take in, what you put in your body, what you're eating and your food mm-hmm. and your overall health. And I think for so long, we were contributing to hair and just thinking we could put a patch on it or just put some oil in it and it'll grow. But it's far beyond that, you know, and um, mm-hmm. and there's lifestyle changes that's needed. But what do you think um, are some solutions to this problem? Because I think now, at first it was the older woman, but now people are losing their hair younger and younger. And with social media, we're becoming more and more aware of inappropriate ways to take care of our hair. Like we all know the Gorilla Glue lady. <laughs> you know right. So we're, yeah. exposed, so we're exposed <laughs> to all that stuff. So I don't know. What do you think the, you know, so what do you think we need to do? What are some solutions for this problem? Because it's a big problem. It is a big problem. So just like with <clears throat> anything else concerning our health or wealth or anything else, preventive care is the key. Like get in there early. You start early. When you see you calmed your hair and a little bit more hair came out than normal, ask somebody. You know, I'm so happy that so many stylists are investing in their knowledge. They're investing in learning more about hair loss. You know, they want to know so that they can help their clients. And so if we as stylists or even as consumers were able to see those first signs, then we know then let's take some preventive steps to make sure that we're okay. Number one, you'd be amazed. Well, I can speak on Mississippi because this is where I am. And I'm grateful. I have an awesome, awesome community partnership with Jackson Hines Comprehensive Center, which is the largest um, community-based healthcare clinic in our area. And United Healthcare have a community-based sponsorship that helps us connect with the community having health disparities and relating it to our service areas, our appropriate service areas. And I'm so thankful for that because when I have clients who I see and upon our consultation, and I know this is a blood pressure issue, This is a diabetes issue. Inside that program, I was able to learn that Mississippi is the only state in all the U.S. that every single county, every single county in our state is considered a diabetes belt. Every single county is ridden with diabetes. Every single county. So those are lifestyle choices, right? So when these clients come in and they don't expect it, but one of my first questions is, what did you eat yesterday? the entire day. What did you eat? Is that a normal day? Because then if that's normal, we need to have a conversation or better yet, let me, um, let's make an appointment for your, or when's the last time you had blood labs drawn? And most of them, a lot of them have not had blood labs drawn in the past year or so. So the beauty of this partnership is I can then say, well, hey, take this information and let's get you booked and set up with Jackson Hines so that you can get the blood work that you need you can get the health care that you need you know because it's community based so it doesn't matter whether they have insurance or not they're going to work with them so at that point now I'm able to help them more and we can lose less hair you know they come in for hair or because they're losing hair and we really realize that it's so much deeper so preventive care so if there are health issues at bay if they're just you may think that there are health issues at bay the hair is going to suffer 
because the hair is an unnecessary appendage. The body is never going to choose the hair over itself. Mm -hmm. And so when that happens, like we already know, you know, if you had a fever, look to have some shedding. If you were sick with COVID, look to have some hair loss. You know, if you were sick with anything, look toward that hair coming out. But if you don't see it start coming back in a few months, then you definitely need to consult with a dermatologist or a trichologist in your area. This is definitely a, a big issue. And I think that's great that in your local area that they're providing that type of service for people to help them get the medical care and everything that they need. Now, um, far as your uh, clients and everything, what type of uh, treatments do you offer mm-hmm. at your salon? Well, girl, here in Tri Experts Hair Center, and listen, this is the mecca of hair growth. Okay, so <laughs> we are um, able to do all types of topical treatments. We may do some custom mixes, some scalp detoxes that are custom mixed according to what they have going on just to get that blood flow going. Um, Of course, everything starts with the consultation so we can know what's actually needed. Um, We do those um, scalp detoxes. We do our red light therapy. We have oxygen scalp therapy. Oh, all the therapies, right? (laughs) Just depends on what they need. Um, And also not just hair loss, scalp issues. We're in that time of year where people have dermatitis and they have psoriasis. And so they're really flaring up now. Uh, Well, I don't know. I don't know about Detroit, but it's still hot in Mississippi. So (laughs) we ain't quite got cold yet. But when that temp changes, we're definitely seeing, you know, those people are flaring up who have those issues. So we're doing scalp issues to maintain those scalps so those follicles can stay happy. And not just myself, but we have two other practitioners who are newly trained um, who are also able to offer those treatments because I can't do it all. So luckily, um, I've been able to extend that knowledge to other stylists and and looking forward to extend it to even more stylists so that they can at least know the early signs and how to start helping their clients with scalp detoxes mixed properly. Not just what we, you know, see in Google, but, you know, just being able to make those custom mixes for those clients. Also, we're still a traditional salon on the other side. Uh, We have two sides that is one part is for the exclusivity and privacy of our ball clients. And then the other side is the traditional salon side. And they're able to do natural hairstyling, um, pretty much, you know, your salon, everything that you need. We do offer um, non-surgical hair replacement. We have um, cranial prosthetics. I mean, whatever you need, whatever hair issue you need, we are here. And everything is custom. That's what I love getting the client to understand that there is no one size fits all for your hair issue. Like your body is different. You have a unique genetic code. So allow me to tap into that with you so that we can work together and see how can I best serve not just your hair, but your body as well. Now, have you had any pushback? Because you know our community can be stubborn. We've been doing things for so long. So how, you know, tell us how you have gone about trying to just (laughs) educate our community and help their loss. So you remember me telling you I'm in Mississippi, right? Uh (laughs) Right. And you know, we like to eat because everybody got diabetes, right? Right, right, right. So this is the thing. Um, By the time they come see me, Uh, They're looking for something different Uh, because even our intake process is different. You know, you're not going to be able to just 
book today and come today. Is This is a process. Like, we have to talk to you. We're going to do a discovery call first. So I can see, if is it too far gone to where I can help you? I'm looking for pictures first. And, oh, beautifully, um, I prayed for years to be able to have a medical professional to work with me, preferably someone who had experience working with ethnic skin um, and who could speak to those issues, those other issues that we have going on and they not get that same treatment. Anybody who had clients who've gone to the dermatologist, they got the same thing. Some keto comes in all, some selenium and some oil, all of them same thing and that's not the answer for everyone so I was blessed enough last year to be able to partner with the dermatologist in our area very experienced with us and so I look in the discovery call at their pictures to see is this an issue for me or is this something that we need to refer to the dermatologist? And I'm very grateful for that because sometimes as stylists, um, especially in this discipline, when we don't have those medical professional connections and we don't have those, um, just the connections that we need, we tend to put ourselves in a space where we work outside of our scope. You know, and so I'm very serious about not having to work outside of my scope. If I cannot help them, you know, we got a couple of options. We're going to look at non-surgical hair replacement, or I really want you to go see the dermatologist first. And the beautiful thing about that is they go see her. She gives her prognosis. She asks me, what do I think? We go to go together about these clients and we decide on their protocols together. It's really beautiful. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, but getting people to understand it, it's I. I don't have a lot of pushback, but what I do have are people, we, we are not as consistent as we need to be. You know, um, when we have, I, I get better results with clients who are constantly coming into the hair center versus those clients who do at-home treatments. Mm -hmm. um, and so I believe that has something to do with, um, I, I, we, I believe we have to tighten up on our outreach and our you know connecting and accountability of making sure that they're able to do those things because uh, it is a lot you know if it's, if it's an extreme issue but as far as people are they're really in shock and awe after we have our consultation because we're talking about how this started in your blood and it started on a cellular level and after the cellular level it just became a thing and your hair just it just didn't get it. And so I believe I'm able to connect with them so well, because when I used to try to, um, I guess when I would try to present it as if I were a quote unquote medical professional, you know, it was received as such. You know how we listen to our doctor, mm -hmm. but we don't listen. You know, we like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> but when I just started coming to them like, hey, I'm your niece, sister, cousin, homegirl. Mm -hmm. If you want some hair, this is what we're going to have to do. And when the conversations became like that, and it was, it, it felt more authentic, you know, it was still full of bedside manner, compassion, but still knowledgeable and very direct on what's going to be necessary. We just started having a much better, much, much better return on our clients' programs and protocols. That's awesome. Well, being that you're working with a dermatologist now, mm -hmm. um, is it more of a like a medical, like are you is it medications or is it more of a holistic approach when it comes to helping your clients with their hair loss? We're gonna go, we're gonna talk about this Mississippi thing one more time. So <laughs> if I work, so you have to be aware, and I will tell anyone who is studying trichology, practicing trichology, you have to be aware of your demographics and your clients. So when I first started out and I first learned everything I learned, I was like, 
completely holistic. If you're not going to be holistic, I can't see you. Uh. <laughs> so, and I can't say that because when these women come see me and they're on three blood pressure medications, I can't turn them away. And I'm not going to tell them to stop taking their blood pressure medications. But what I will say is, why are you on three medications? So can we look into making some lifestyle changes where we can get those three down to one? Mm-hmm. And then when we get that down to one, the only reason we probably got from three to one, and I've had this happen countless times, the reason we can get down from three or two to one and then lower the dosage of that one is because we made some lifestyle changes. And in the midst of those lifestyle changes and those dietary changes and good scalp practices and good hair hygiene practices, they started to see hair to grow. So typically they fall in love with the result and they're willing so I believe that we have to complement whatever they have going on. We have to integrate whatever they have going on. I would prefer the holistic approach, but really I leave it up to the client and how willing are they to make changes. And just so they understand the slower, the slower they the slower they make changes, the slower we see progress. Mm-hmm. But it's all up to them. Because honestly, as a consumer, I still want what I want how I want it. Right, right. Yeah, so if if I were not, if I were not um, an advocate for this lifestyle and, you know, changing myself, even making changes in my own personal life, I would look at that and it would be a bit overwhelming for me. It, it And I saw that in the clients, you know, trying to stick to the holistic trait and not that, I mean, I love what holistic medicine does for us but it always ends up being a transitional thing. So we have to understand it is always a transition. It's not an overnight. Some people can do it. Most will not. So Mm -hmm. if we're in the business of really helping people and really helping people get their hair back, we just have to drive the knowledge, drive what is really foundational science, make it make sense for them, give them the facts and let them choose. And whatever they choose, be willing to meet them in the middle. And once I meet them in the middle, they're going to come on to my side in a minute. I love that, Lacey. I love that. Thank you, Brandy. Well, being that we're going into a new year, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure some people may have some goals pertaining to their health, overall health, and their hair. So what are some tips can you give, you know, the listeners that are um, looking at some of these things? Maybe maybe they are experiencing some health issues or some hair loss and things Mm -hmm. like that. Girl, trim your ends, drink your water, mind your business. I'm just playing. <laughs> trim your ends, drink your water, uh, mind your business. That's mind a t-shirt. You got that on a t-shirt? Let's see. That's I, I a whole saw t-shirt. On day. I saw it on Instagram about uh, probably about four years ago. I said, now that's the move right there. <laughs> I love no, it. No, no. on a t-shirt. Quit playing. Really? No. <laughs> but seriously, um, my number one tip is, just like we have clients who do it, just like you go see your doctor annually, go see your trichologist annually just to make sure that their hair is doing what it needs to do. You know, just like when, you know, we're on a new weight, we're trying to lose weight. This is my personal story. You know, we're trying to lose weight and then, you know, we can't see the weight loss. But then you see somebody and they see the weight loss. Same thing with your hair. 
you'll be losing hair, especially if we're doing our hair at home all the time. You might be losing hair and you don't even realize it. It may be gradual, especially if there is some type of genetic hair loss. That's, gonna, that's a slow killer. It's slow. It moves slow. And so we don't want to wait until it's too late. And then your trichologist cannot help you and your dermatologist cannot help you. And all you're left with is a permanent hair transplant. And a lot of people, though it is advanced and it's much better, most women would prefer just to not have to do all that. So my main tip is to go see your professional trichologist or your professional stylist just to ask them, you know, what's going on with my hair? Share your hair goals with them. We have clients who do this. You know, we have goals we want to attain, you know, whether we want to balance out the porosity, whether there's a length goal we want to get in check, whether we want the curves just to be more manageable, um, whether they want to try to get color because we don't do color the first time we meet you. You know, like whatever it is, just check in with your stylist or your trichologist because that's what they went to school for. That's what they were trained for and allow them just to even write your regimen to use at home and you see them again in six months or a year. Hey everyone, it's Brandy. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I absolutely enjoy bringing this awesome content to you. Look, beauty professionals, this show is for you. And I want to make sure we can continue to bring our awesome guests and awesome information to help empower the beauty community all over the world. You can help by doing your part in making a small donation. You can check our link in the show notes and donate right on Anchor, or we'll have another link available for you to do so. Thank you so much for supporting. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you're sharing it as well. As always, stay great. Now, what message would you give the stylist that maybe they're seeing a lot of people with a lot of hair loss issues and they don't have the expertise in that area? What's some advice would you give them? Definitely invest in your career. Invest in your career to learn what are the early signs to look for. Um, I'm fortunate enough to, we do have a program that we just launched not long ago to help stylists who everybody don't want all of this. You know, I have stylists who will tell me, Lacey, I don't want to do all of this. I don't want to look at their blood labs. I don't want, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't want them to be losing hair. Mm-hmm. And I get that. So what we have done is facilitated a beautiful program that is a bridge. So um, it's like a mini course or like an, an associate course of being a psychologist. You can call it, they can call them, you know, it's not regulated, but anybody can say today they're a trichologist but it's just being able to help those clients so what we're doing we're teaching them the high points what to look for what are these seven things that you need to look for when your clients are losing hair or even behind the chair these are some signs maybe some things that we thought the quick fix was a deep conditioning or a protein treatment but now we know better so I'm gonna tell you look for these seven things and if you see this happening then do a d c d if ABCD does not work, then you reach out to us. Then you reach out to me, your trichologist, or some other trichologist that I work with, or then we can refer your client to the dermatologist. Yep. So that's the tip. Learn more. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> never stop learning. I think never. Like never. I'm always trying to learn more, educate my you Absolutely. Never, never stop learning. You're forever learning. Never. And I think, forever. you know, that's when you lose when you think you know it all and you can't learn mm-hmm. anymore. That's when you man. So, how yeah. much of a joke was it on me to think that once I learn this trichology, I'm done. 
ha ha jokes on me is never done <laughs> well i can Even see that you're really passionate about it um and i know you're really helping the people in your local area are there any plans to like start speaking and um maybe expanding your message to other people and really getting that message out there to other stylists that are looking to learn. Cause I think there's still a lot of stylists all over the U S that need yeah. to learn more about how to care for their clients. Um, I think, you know, you need to, if you're going to be, be a, um, a hair professional, you should know at least how, what, what some of the signs are so you could refer them out to the right people mm-hmm or at least give the proper recommendation so you can see when there's trouble, you can properly help your clients. And I'm glad that you're educating people in your area, but are there plans to expand? I know I see you have your your program and things of that nature. Yes, absolutely. So that is definitely the plan. Uh, We've launched the beta group and we want to work out the kinks. Um, We're working out the kinks over the next 90 days because it is a 90 day program. Um, What I don't preferably um I'm not in favor of a two-hour or one-day online course I mean to each his own but it would it would be a lot for me to get in that short period of time and then not you also need that support after the course you know you need that so um what we've done with our beta group we've done two days two and a half days of education theory and practical and then we're going to come back in a month. We have a private Facebook group where they're, they're already using their scopes. It's so beautiful. They're using their scopes already. They're sending pictures. I'm giving them feedback. Um, we're sharing what we see, how to tackle that so we can keep it from getting worse than what it already is. You know, getting the stylist familiar with what they're seeing. And then after those 90 days, now you've completed the course if you applied those principles. And you've taken the exam. But if you haven't been showing us pictures and you hadn't been asking questions and you have not been using the information that was given to you, then we just can't certify that. pro. We can't certify that person in this program because you haven't used it. And so we can't say that you're ready to turn on this scope and tell your clients what you're looking at and you have not practiced it, you know? And that's one big thing. Even if someone has been through another course with anybody else, the science doesn't change, right? So you really just have to apply it. And oftentimes, us as stylists, we go, we get the course, we and that's with any subject area, color, haircuts, mm-hmm. products. You know, I've been doing this 15 years, you know? <laughs> so we go to the classes, we get all this information, and we sit on it, and we do nothing with it. So while we were curating this course, the Durham and I, my trichologist friends and I, we agreed that that was going to be the one thing where we're going to do differently. We're going to make sure that they use this information, not only because we don't want to be taking your money, but because the clients really, really need you to know this. They need us. They need you to know this because we're the first line of defense. Like they're coming to see you more than they're seeing your doctor. So once they see you, then it's up to us to know because they can't see behind their head. So when mm-hmm. the center starts thinning or, you know, when Sister Shirley come in and she wants you to keep scratching the top and keep rubbing the top and keep, well, that's a telltale sign. That's an issue. And if we don't get it under control, that's going to be a hole next year. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, we have to be aware of these things. You know, I didn't know that when I first started in the industry, what that was going to lead to. 
So that's important. So yeah, we're definitely, when this beta group rolls out within the next three months, so we're definitely looking for that the end of the first quarter of 23 to be able to launch that online. Yes. Yeah, I think, you know, that is definitely needed. And I think when you said, you know, it's one thing to, to learn and take the class, but then you have to apply the knowledge. I think that is, you can apply that mm-hmm. to any and everything because we mm-hmm. do that so many times. Like I would say we like, do. okay, you mm-hmm. read the book, you got the t-shirt, but now you have to do something, right? <laughs> yes. To apply something. So what we are knowledge say? hoarders. Right. We're, a lot of us are. So what would you say? Let's let's talk about some ways because we're, we're going into a new year. And so like, let's talk about some ways that we could do that with our beauty businesses. Um, how we can start applying some of these things that we plan on learning. Because I'm pretty sure people are like, they're going to take more training, they're going to learn something new for the new year. They're going to do something different with their business. Mm-hmm. But what are some tips you would give that person for how to start actually taking action? Um, start small. Because the only thing, the only thing that creates change is consistency. So once you're consistent with the small things, you build on to the larger, right? So even with me, um, when I started doing consultations, I didn't know anybody in my area doing consultations, like just regular healthy hair, no scope. I didn't have one scope yet, but I know I needed to talk to them first. So even if you just start there, you can avoid a lot of hair issues that happen in the bowl by having a conversation. We're not talking enough. And we can't depend on the apps where they make their appointments to do the talking for us. We can't. Because I don't even read all this stuff when I'm booking appointments <laughs> with people. So they show sure ain't ready when you need it. Right. <laughs> so no, they don't read the post. They just look for the link in bio because that's what they used to. So they get the link in the bio. They make the appointment. They show up. They didn't read none of that stuff. So you got to slow that down and just start with a conversation. I, I just that would make a world of difference in every beauty business that I know of. And that's the that's the difference that we have here. People just appreciate the customer service, the soft skills. You're not buying a hairstyle. You, it's, this is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, I hear a lot of people talk about consultation, mm-hmm. but implementing it is a whole nother thing. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's that's, that's true. And, and I, I agree with that. And I think more people should do it because I, you know, I get services done too. And I can't say many, I haven't had too many consultations. <laughs> That's true. You Absolutely. <laughs> That's true. I haven't but, had too many consultations. And think about it. And and most people, when I ask them, you know, um, if they come from, you know, having style, oh, and I also love that. I know a lot of stylists who just, they refer their clients to me all the time. They don't even want to touch it. They just say, oh, no, nah, you need to go see Lacey because <laughs> I'm not a client stiller. I'm going to fix it. And what I prefer to do is call you and tell the stylist, hey, this is what they have going on. So you probably want to use something with A, B, C, D, E, F, G when they come in to see you. Or they'll purchase our triage products here and then they'll take their triage products to their regular hairstyling appointments with them. And I'll confer with the stylist on how to use those products. But 
the consultation just has to happen. Like, it, and it has to be a real consultation, like you said, you know, and that makes the difference. And oftentimes that's why people come back, but often, they don't even know. I asked them, what type of products are you using? I don't know, whatever she uses. That's because we trust our practitioners. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. You just trust who you trust, but it's a thing because we need to know. <laughs> we need to know. We, we need to know. And typically, if it's a professional stylist, we kind of know the caliber of product we expect to have been used. Um, so we can rule that out from expectations. But being able to see the hair shaft, just speaking on hair, being able to see that hair shaft, we can tell if it's overprocessed or we're being we're retraining stylists to know. Sometimes it's something as simple as being overprocessed. They don't have alopecia. They don't. They just, mm-hmm. <laughs> their hair is just overprocessed. Mm-hmm. Or the, the edge is gone. They need to stop wearing wigs. They do. Yeah. Just stop wearing wigs. Take your vitamins, drink your water, and mang it in. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, and, and sometimes it, it's the conversation. We just got to have a conversation. You know, and of course, when they see me, and that's why we have the 15-minute discovery call first. Because if it's something that simple, I'm not going to charge you the full consultation for you to come for, for me to tell you to take your vitamins, drink your water, mind your business. You know, I just, I want you to have some hell, baby. This is just... <laughs> right, right. I love that. So that is really great. You know, just starting small and just as simple as adding a consultation can be that step needed to make some shifts to, you know putting in some things into action for making some shifts in your business in a year. So what would, let's do three. So what would be number two? So starting small, I love the consultations, but what would be number two? Invest in quality products. Invest in quality products. Um, We all have those uh, when I run out oh, of no swab, else. no swab. Right. It's, it's a strong no for me. It's a, <laughs> I hope so. Please don't be using swab on your client. It's, it's a strong no for me. You know, you know, they, they may do something different tomorrow, but today it's a no. <laughs> they may be rolling out a whole different look for 2023, <laughs> but it's a no for me at this time. <laughs> um definitely uh invest in quality products you know i'm partial to triage because it belongs to me so <laughs> triage hair repair systems but they were formulated um strictly for a couple of hair issues so we have different lines of triage according to what the hair issue is we have a dermatitis line and we also have a um hair hair growth not i don't, I don't want to call it hair people expect they had to grow like a weed because yeah. it's a hair growth no it's not that it's a hair retention product, okay? We want to keep the hair on the head. We want to keep what you have, and we want to encourage the follicles to be happy. Happy follicles give you happy hair, and it's always a beautiful day to save your hair. So invest in quality products. Um, if you don't know what good quality products are, because that's another thing, people just don't know. Um, COVID threw a monkey wrench in our game, and, you know, hair shows fell off for even with that, a lot of people started product lines, you know, mm-hmm. not aware on what's in the products and every product. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation, but right. <laughs> get, get, getting their product knowledge, being able to know and see what works well on your clients. Don't let them be the first time you use it. Use it on you first. Use use it on some other, um, you know, your friend, your loved one, the, the hairstylist that you work with. Get some good quality products. And number three, 
mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the number, number three, we're going to say um, pick your line. Pick, pick your line and ride that out. You know, let's let's not bandwagon this year. You know, let's let's pick your lane, find out your niche. If you're not sure, do try all of them. Try everything and see what feels right in your gut. You know, we're often taught that our stomach is our second brain. It's actually our first. Listen to your first brain. It'll lead you and it won't fail. So I listen to it. that. I think those are some awesome tips. I think those are some phenomenal tips. Thank so, uh, so what are you excited about? We're going into a new mm-hmm. year. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like share, like what you're excited about for this new year. Oh girl. So, um, okay. So I'm really a big, big, this will probably be another fun fact. I'm a big believer in everything that we need. We already have. Me too. Um, I believe that if we're paying attention We'll be affirmed in everything that we're doing every single day just by walking around. I have my angel numbers that are constantly chasing me every single day that affirms that I'm in the right path. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I use that as a confirmation to keep going. So I'm super duper 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 excited about learning more about myself and my clients spiritually because it's helping me help them so much more to be able to connect with them so much more. Um, I'm excited actually to um, hire more practitioners um, so that they can facilitate the treatments because, you know, we get over, I get overwhelmed. It's only one me. So Mm -hmm. if I can just, you know, give the treatments and the protocols and then the treatments are taken out within the hair center that helps me be able to help more people. I'm super excited to launch the virtual services like so we're going virtual with the teaching and the treatment. And so I'm really excited to um, get in front of the camera, which hasn't been my forte before now, <laughs> which is so, it's very different for me, but I'm adjusting, uh, get on camera and actually uh, help those clients near and far. Cause I do understand that I can't go everywhere and there are not tr- a lot of um, trichologists who can really help our clients everywhere. So mm-hmm. if they want to choose me, I want to allow them to do so. Um, and and that was mainly because I've had so many clients who've traveled so far and it's just, it's had me in shock and awe. Like, you came from where? Like, you know, that was like five hours. And so at this point, I'm like, I got to make her hair grow back because she drove away to <laughs> right so yeah. you know um so being able to launch those services virtually so it'll be more of a convenience for the clients is a great thing i'm excited to grow triage um even more i wasn't i didn't know uh, about product building you know it was just a thing i was like you know we really need a product and so i you know went to work with my chemist and my chemist is purely phenomenal and we started and i was like oh this is a lot huh I probably should have listened when they said start with one product, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I learned that lesson, too. Mm-hmm. I oh, no. I came too. out the box <laughs> with 12 products. Oh, oh 12? Oh, yeah. You was really covered with it. Yeah. 12 products. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong choice. Wrong choice. Do not recommend. Ghetto. Don't do it. <laughs> Keep 
Because like when you come out with so many products, it's really hard to see mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. people love from your brand mm-hmm. because there's so many different things. And uh, it's it really hard to gauge. But like when you kind of like slowly launch and kind of get feedback from your audience to see what they want, you mm-hmm. can, you know, build a brand that people really want. Because sometimes otherwise you'll find yourself coming out with products that people don't necessarily want from you. And that's what mm-hmm. I found to happen with my uh, when I came out with lashes and brow product and all this stuff. <laughs> I, I really like I, I it was a bit much. I should have probably just started with the lashes and kind of started adding mm-hmm. on products mm-hmm. but I didn't came out with lashes brows lips you know I feel you fool that's me that's me so you know so I was like yeah because they need a line because it's summertime so they need something to keep their scalp clean you know if they really don't have an issue so we got the no red shampoo with the moisturizer okay that's one then we got the dermatitis see they need everything because they need a scrub and shampoo and need conditioner da, da, da. so that's five products then over here so now we need something to make the follicles happen keep them stimulated so now that's another five products mm-hmm. that's 12 products please i lost my mind over here so and so if i if i did it over again i would have started with our um advanced follicle booster it is absolutely the hero product. It is liquid gold. It's not oil-based. It is a serum. It does not weigh the hair down. And it is doing a phenomenal job um, with the hair. It won't fix everything, but it does an amazing job in comparison to minoxidil. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not like to refer clients to use minoxidil. I never have. Um, in my experience, not using minoxidil has been amazing. Yeah. So... Um, so I do love what it has done. So if I did it all over again, I would have <laughs> started with that one. But we have the entire line here, which is great, too, because then they still need good shampoo and conditioner to use at home, even though we know shampoo and conditioner do not grow hair alone. But yeah, so I'm excited about expanding their product line. I'm definitely excited about being online with the helping the stylist learn more and helping the consumer get their services wherever they are. There's just so many balls rolling. I'm super excited about all of them. Awesome. Well, that is great. So uh, tell us, like, how do you stay motivated? Like, you have a lot going on. You're launching some new things. How do you stay motivated? Mm-hmm. Every time I see a ball head. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you see a ball Every time I see one walking around, I'm like, you need us. <laughs> or every time I see a flaky shoulder, you need us. Right. Or I just, you know, it is, it is, it is a true, um, I'm, I'm often overwhelmingly grateful and humbled that, um, you know, God chose me. He, ch- he chose me to be able to do this for a sect of women that he knew that, Right here at this time, we would need a stick of professional stylists who would say, I'll take that mental. You know, I'll take it and I'll learn it and I'll apply it. And so, and you know, no one person can do it alone. This is not a one person show. This takes a band of stylists. This takes all of us to sit down and learn and apply what we've learned because the world that we lived in has changed. And since that world has changed, we have to learn how to acclimate with it. And we can keep our hair, (laughs) but we have to learn how to do it. So, I mean, that's motivating even within itself. On the days where I'm just not feeling it now, listen, I give myself plenty of grace. I will take off a day and, you know, I will, um, I I strategically keep my Mondays clear 
Mondays are clear. Sunday is for family, of course. But um, a- after that, you know, that's all the time that I need. You know, and I jump right back in. I'm reading something. I'm looking at a trichology book or I'm looking at, you know, some new article, you know, or reading the um, reading the clinical trials that they have so far about new alopecia areata treatments, you know, that is, you know, the FDA approved. And I'm meeting with my uh, dermatologist day and I'm like, hey, so what you think about this? You know, or something like that. So, I mean, it just never runs out. It never runs out and I'm grateful for that because you know so many people work jobs that they do not enjoy Mm -hmm. or they start businesses just for money and I've been blessed enough to be able to be paid for what I love to do and I absolutely love it I don't I don't work man I don't work (laughs) what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned so far on your entrepreneurial journey You cannot, you cannot be upset with people for not meeting your expectations of them. Break it down. Whether that's a client, whether that is a coworker, you can have the greatest expectations, but you cannot feel slighted when they don't come up to what you want them to be. Or you can't be upset that they just weren't ready for that intense journey, you know, to recover their hair. You can't, you can't be discouraged by that. You got to keep moving. Awesome. I love that. What's your favorite business tool that you can't live without? Mm. So that's a hard one. I don't think why it's so hard because I'm a Gidget Gadget girl. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Gidget Gadget girl. You're talking to a woman who has in this office right now three computers. Like, <laughs> I am a Gidget. Yeah, three computers, two iPads. You know, I, I'm a Gidget Gadget girl. What's a girl. business tool? When you think of a business tool that, mm. that everybody should have that you can't live without, just give us one. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's so hard. That's harder than a fun fact. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay, so a business tool. I will say uh, probably an app, a business app. Um, I would say, I would say absolutely being able to um, talk to my clients through our uh, messaging system. Like being able to have that there where I can engage, but not have to be fully engaged, if that makes sense. But I I can't, yeah, I couldn't live if I had to stop and have a conversation every single time. Do you mind sharing what system you use? Yeah, absolutely. So I use a few, you know, we in between because we're trying to see what works best for this expansion model we're doing. So um, I use Square. That's one that allows us to message. Um, we also have messaging available through Vagaro and Wix is my website server. We use Wix more than anything because it is connected through my website. And all the clients are there and we're able to build a membership portal there and all of that. Um, but we're kind of playing with Vagaro to see how that works for us. But Square is my old faithful. 
That was the first time I started doing online booking back in 14. They've been rolling with me ever since, you know. I don't know why we're trying to reinvent the wheel and try new stuff, you know, but I think we still gonna let Square make it. You know, I think we're gonna go on back to Square because this Vagaro is doing too much for me. We gonna <laughs> I think we're gonna go on back to Square. But the importance, the most important thing though, is being able to keep our clients' information HIPAA compliant. So being able to do that is um, you know, the most deciding factor. But if we're talking about practical tools, it's my scope. I love my scope. Absolutely love my scope. Like it's a, it's giving me a beautiful picture into the body every time I pick it up. I love that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Lacey, it has been phenomenal having you on the podcast today. Can you please share? Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Can you please share how we can stay connected with you, how people can find you online? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram. On Instagram, it is Try Experts Hair Center. And you'll be able to see my personal page from there. Um, on Facebook, I am Try Experts Hair Center, Pearl, Mississippi, and that's the same across the board. We're not hard to find. We're one Google away. <laughs> Everything will awesome. pop up right there. Awesome. Well, Lacey, I want to uh, definitely, I'll make sure I have all of your information in the show notes. So make sure that you connect okay. with her and try experts. Do you want to share anything else before yeah. we go? Just that, you know, um, if you are experiencing any type of hair loss or you're experiencing any type of problematic scalp issues, just understand that there are an army of stylists who are getting educated, have been educated, and they're here to help you. Just get plugged in. You might meet some not so great ones, but you got to take the crickets with the straights. Just don't give up. We're a great place to start, and it is a beautiful day to save your hair. Thank you, Lacey Harper, everyone. As always, stay great. We are out. Bye. Thank you, Brandy. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you. So let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.